1 Corinthians chapter number 3, if you found it and you're, you're able to, let's stand together for the reading of the Word of God. 1 Corinthians chapter number 3, we're going to begin in verse number 12. The Bible says, Now if any man build upon this foundation gold, silver, precious stones, wood, hay, stubble, every man's work shall be made manifest, for the day shall declare it, because it shall be revealed by fire, and the fire shall try every man's work of what sort it is. If any man's work abide, which he hath built thereupon, he shall receive a reward. If any man's work shall be burned, he shall suffer loss, but he himself shall be saved, yet so as by fire. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you? If any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy, for the temple of God is holy, which temple ye are." I want to come back and look at verse number 16 in the context here and that last phrase where it says, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. What a great statement is given to us here from the Scriptures. And I'm going to preach on this subject matter, and it, and it may be more of, of teaching, preaching this morning as we get into the Scriptures and spend some time on this subject matter and try to answer this, because I've heard this a lot lately, and it's a wonderful thing. What is this voice I hear? <laughs> it just seems, especially as new believers, new Christians, and, and it, it's good for us to remember, too, as maybe people that have been saved for quite a while, of the voice of the Holy Spirit of God in our lives. But then, listen, that can be new to some people, and we're wondering, okay, what is that? Let's have a word of prayer, and we'll get into the Scriptures. Father, we love you. Thank you so much for the privilege to be able to gather together this morning. Lord, I'm thankful for the opportunity for the Bible to be opened. And Lord, how you have worked in my heart and life about this subject matter of the Holy Spirit of God dwelling inside of us. Lord, I pray that you'd help us to learn some things and understand some things, but then also may it bring comfort and joy to our hearts, and Lord, may we apply them to our hearts and lives. Lord, would you fulfill that need that is in each and every life that's here this morning? You know what it is, and I believe that you can do a much better job than I can of meeting that spiritual need, and we'll thank you for it now in Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. There's a great truth that's mentioned here in this verse of Scripture, verse number 16, in the verses that we just read, it's the doctrine of the indwelling Holy Spirit of God inside the life of every Christian. Now, the simple definition of that, when we say the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit, the simple definition is this, that at the moment of salvation moment of salvation, of believing on Christ, that the Holy Spirit takes up residence in the life of every believer. He would be taking up residence in the spirit of each person, not in the muscle, bones, or blood when we start speaking of the indwelling presence and saying, well, is he in my hand right here? 
We're talking about the spirit of a person, that the Holy Spirit would be taken up residence. You see, it's described this way in Galatians chapter 4 and verse number 6. It says, and because ye are sons, talking about the children of God, God hath sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Because we trust Christ, because we place our faith in him, the results of that is that God places the Holy Spirit of God in our hearts, in our lives, and he is there 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Now, many times, especially newer believers and I always, I, I love having newer believers in our congregation. I love it when someone, and, and uh, this is not to, to make fun or, or joke whatsoever, but yeah, I love it when newer folks will come in and they open up a songbook and, and we're, we're singing, and I've done this over and over, especially as I walk into a, a prison to be able to preach. I'll say, now here's how we use a songbook, because I never used one before. And, and here's how we, we read down through here that number one and the top line and then the top line of the second part and the top line of the third part, being able to explain how to be able to sing down through. But then we start using terms like, okay, when you got saved, the Holy Spirit of God moved inside of you. <laughs> and they're, they're, I mean, they're, they're thinking statements and terminology like this. And new believers may hear terms like this about the Holy Spirit or... I found out this, that all of a sudden they start hearing this maybe different voice, and I'm not meaning this in, in any other way except for inside of us. I'm not saying I get in my office and I'm hearing a bunch of voices, okay? I don't want you to think that about pastor. There's a pastor at Grand Estate and he hears voices, okay? And uh, that could go either way with us, okay? We could double our attendance or, or split it in half, depending on if you're hearing voices. And uh, my only question is, do we get to count them in attendance, okay? And, and so our church just tripled overnight because of all the voices that were hearing. We're talking about the Holy Spirit of God in our lives. All of a sudden, after we trust Christ, all of a sudden there's, there's something inside of us that seems to be saying, you know, that's not right. We all of a sudden have someone inside of us, we may not be sure exactly who it is speaking to our heart saying that, that this is what we ought to be doing or this is what we ought not to be doing. One lady, and she's in heaven today after she had gotten saved, she came in and she talked with Miss Crystal, and uh, she was talking about some books and some novels that she had been reading. And how many, how many know this? Not every lady's novel today is of the purest and cleanest of content that Christians ought not to be reading. And she came in and she was talking with Miss Crystal and she said, you know, ever since I got saved, she said, I open up that, that novel. And she said, I start reading down through there. And she said, just something inside of me is saying... I ought not to be reading that because of, of, of what I'm, I'm making the, that, that God, if he's dwelling inside of me, that, that he's reading this too. And, and the, the thoughts that I have, and he, he knows them thoughts. And I, I don't think I ought to be reading that stuff. 
It's a great opportunity for Miss Crystal to be able to sit down with her and be able to say, well, that's the Holy Spirit that's living inside of us now. And the Bible says that where the, the temple of the Spirit of God and the Spirit of God is dwelling inside of us, but especially for newer Christians, and I found out sometimes for those that have been saved for many years don't understand maybe the purpose and the presence, and we're going to look at these things this morning about the Holy Spirit in our personal lives and understanding that, listen, he's indwelling us for a reason. There's a lot of talk, especially in religions today, about the Holy Trinity. And may I remind us that God thinks so much about us that he one-third of the Holy Trinity is placed inside of us and dwells inside of us. From the moment we're saved, because we're a child of God, we have the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Now, I want you to see this, and I want to try to be as basic as I possibly can, but yet give enough information for what God has placed upon my heart for this morning for the message for the hour. First of all, I want you to see this, the purpose of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Now, there's sometimes as you read throughout the scripture, you'll see him simply referred to as the Spirit. Or you'll see him referred to as the the Holy Spirit or the Spirit of God or sometimes the Holy Ghost. The same way that, that God and Jesus have several different titles and names throughout the Scriptures, the Holy Spirit's referred to the same way. But the purpose of the Holy Spirit in our lives, I want to share a few things with us. First of all, the Holy Spirit is given to us to guide us into all truth. That's what the Bible says, and I believe one of the most important um, characteristics of the Holy Spirit of God, and uh, back in John chapter number 16, and I'm just going to share a couple verses here in John chapter 16, the Bible says this in verse number 7, this is Jesus speaking to his disciples, he says, verse 7, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you. That means it's, it's beneficial. It's, it's expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. There's the purpose of the Holy Spirit right there. We see that, okay? And then he says, of sin, because they believe not. They believe not on me. Verse 10, of righteousness because I go to my Father and ye see me no more. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. How be it, look at this, verse number 13. How be it when he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all thing, into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself. For whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak and he, shall, he will show you all things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. Can I remind us that the purpose of the Holy Spirit of God in our lives is to guide us into all truth? You say, I have a hard time discerning between what is true and what is false today. Listen, we have the indwelling presence of the Holy Spirit of God. You say, what do you mean? Well, have you ever heard something 
Listen, I'm talking about after salvation. You ever hear something? It might be a, a television preacher or it might be another believer that's speaking to you and it just doesn't set right. It's just one of those things that they make a statement to you and you're like, I'm just not sure that that's right. I'm just not sure. Listen, it's not because you may have the, the greatest of all Bible educations. Listen, there's not a person here that has the greatest of all Bible educations. But I do know this. I know as a believer, I have someone indwelling me that does have the greatest of all Bible educations. And the Bible says the Spirit of God will guide us into all truth. You may not be able to put your finger on it in the Bible, but the Holy Spirit of God will say, it's not right. That's not right. You better go back and research that a little bit. You better go talk to someone. Go to your pastor. Listen, let me remind us of this. The best thing you can do is not always Google it. Okay? I found out that, listen, you Google a spiritual question, it's not always the Bible believers that are on the first page of Google. You understand that, right? Understand it. It's not always the best thing to go and Google it. But listen, that's why we have the Holy Spirit of God. That's why we have the scriptures. That's why God has placed spiritual leaders into your life to be able to come and say, hey, pastor, what does this mean? Someone made comment about this and it just didn't set right with me. Then we sit down with the scriptures and we look at it and the Holy Spirit of God will guide us into all truth. I'm thankful he guides us into all truth. Second of all, the purpose of the Holy Spirit, not just to guide us into truth, but he is to speak and lead us to Christ. Everything about the ministry of the Holy Spirit of God in our lives is to point us to the Lord Jesus Christ. He says this down here in verse number 13. He says, he shall not speak of himself. Verse number 14, this is Jesus speaking. He says, he shall glorify me. Talking about Jesus. Can I remind us very simply from the word of God that if you ever walk into a place, even Granite State Baptist Church, and it is more about the Holy Spirit of God than it is about the Lord Jesus Christ, something's wrong. Because the Bible says he's not gonna speak of himself. The Holy Spirit working our lives is not going to exalt the Holy Spirit. He said he's going to exalt Christ. He's going to lift up Christ in our lives. And so the purpose of the Holy Spirit, now listen, this will all come together. You say, I'm indwelt by the Holy Spirit. Yes. Do you understand that even in your life, we'll get to it a little bit more, but let me just hit it while I'm passing. The purpose of the Holy Spirit and God in your life is actually to point you and make you more like Jesus on a daily basis. It's not to make you more like the Holy Spirit. It's to make you more like Jesus on a regular basis. But then we notice what he was called back in verse number seven. The Bible says, Jesus said this, for if I go not away, the comforter will not come. You say, what's the purpose of the Holy Spirit? purpose of the Holy Spirit is to comfort us. He says it back the page before here in John chapter number 14. He says in verse number 26, he says, but the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, 
whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. Do you understand that the Holy Spirit of God comforting us is not just an action that he does, but it's actually his name. But the comforter who is the Holy Ghost, you say, what do you mean? Listen, there are times, and you say, I, I can't explain it, Pastor. There's just been times in my life, I'm going through a tough time. I'm going through trials and tribulation. But boy, I just open up the scriptures. And I start reading, and it's like something inside of me just brings peace. And just a calmness that is there. Well, listen, in all simplicity, I'm here to tell you that's the Holy Spirit of God that's working in your heart and life. Now, in all of this, that the Holy Spirit's purpose is in our lives to guide us into all truth, to speak and to lead us to Christ and to comfort the believer. I want to remind us of this, that in all of his purpose, he will never, 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 can I say it one more time? Never contradict the word of God. Thank you, Brother Norm, for getting ahead of me right there. He knew where I was going. Listen, in all that the Holy Spirit of God does, he will never contradict the word of God. You say, why is that so important? Because listen, we have a world out there that is saying, listen, the Holy Spirit of God this, the Holy Spirit of God this, the Holy Spirit of God wants me to hit you on the forehead right there and give you a headache. Listen, Holy Spirit of God's not going to lead us contrary to the word of God. Okay, that's his purpose in our hearts and lives. You say, well, I believe the, the Holy Spirit is leading me to do this, okay? One filter to be able to put that through is sit down with the scriptures. And if what we believe, and listen, sometimes I can get this wrong. Sometimes I, I'm missing it. When the Holy Spirit of God speaking, what I think is the Holy Spirit of God may turn out to just be emotions. That I sit down and look at it and say, hey, the Holy Spirit of God's leading me this direction but then I sit down with the scriptures and say, boy, I'm sure glad I didn't do that. That would have been contrary to the scriptures. That's our final authority. The Holy Ghost of God is leading us into all truth. He's guiding us. He's speaking us and leading to Christ. Listen, if the, the presence of the Holy Spirit of God, excuse me, the purpose of the Holy Spirit of God in your life is leading you away from Christ, that's not the Holy Spirit you're following. I've, I've had it. This, this has been said, well, the Holy Spirit's just leading me away from church. So that's against the scriptures. It's not the Holy Spirit that's doing that, okay? Well, it might be emotions, it might be education, it might be feelings on the outside, it might be a real great personality um, that's doing that, okay? Holy Spirit of God's not going to lead us away from the commands of the scriptures and away from what the Lord Jesus Christ has given to us. That's the purpose of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Now, let me deal with this. The second of all, the presence of the Holy Spirit in, his, in our lives. Now, this is where we, we may, I'm not saying we're going to lose a few, but you may be saying, Pastor, I'm just trying to reconcile this. Do you understand we read over in 1 Corinthians, if, you're, if your finger's still there, 1 Corinthians chapter number 3, and I want to remind us of this as we look at it. 1 Corinthians chapter number 3, we could spend so much more time in all of this. We'll, we'll, I want you to see this. The presence of the Holy Spirit 
He says in verse number 16, read this real slow. Know ye not that ye are the temple of God and that the spirit of God dwelleth in you. So you understand the presence of the Holy Spirit of God in our lives. He also said this in a couple chapters over in 1 Corinthians chapter 6 and verse number 19. He said, what? With a question mark, like we ought to know this. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost. Now listen to this, which is in you. Now, it's not a matter of, listen, I want the Holy Spirit to come. This is talking to believers. I believe according to Scripture, I I, I read this to us over in Galatians chapter number four, that because we're a child of God, we are given the Holy Spirit of God to dwell in us. The presence of the Holy Spirit dwells in us 24 hours a day, seven days a week. He's not coming and going. Listen, at the moment of salvation, the Holy Spirit of God moved in your life. And if you're a child of God, listen, he's still there. You see, the Bible tells us, and I'm going to get over to this passage here in just a moment. The Bible tells us over in Ephesians chapter number four, speaking of the presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives, verse number 30, he says that we are sealed unto the day of redemption. Now, what that means, until the day that we are actually with the Lord, we are sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise. You say, well, I've lost the Holy Spirit in my life. Not according to the Bible, you haven't. You say, well, that's just your opinion. No, that's what the Bible says. We are sealed unto the day of redemption. So listen, if God were to take the Holy Spirit of God outside of me or outside of you and say, all right, Tom Donahoe, you don't get the Holy Spirit anymore. I'm taking him out. Listen, that means the Bible would be false. Wouldn't be true. I've got the presence of the Holy Spirit that is dwelling inside of me. Galatians 4 verse 6 that we read says that he is placed into our hearts. You say, is that meaning that that muscle that's that's actually pumping the blood throughout my body? No, I don't believe it's talking about the, the muscle that's pumping because listen, there's some that go in and have a heart transplant. Does that mean that the surgeon took the Holy Ghost out of there too? Hey, I need that heart. It's got the Holy Ghost. No, we're talking about the Holy Spirit of God into our spirit, that which makes us up as a human being. Listen, there is never a time when the Holy Spirit is not with us. Now, here's where we get to in life. There's times that maybe we wish the Holy Spirit wasn't with us. You know why? Because the Bible says he reproves us of sin. And that's where we'll get to now. Not just a matter of the the purpose of the Holy Spirit in our lives and the presence of the Holy Spirit, but the purity from the Holy Spirit. Let me ask you something. We, We just read a couple verses over in John chapter number 16, talking about Jesus said, I'll go away and I'll send the Holy Ghost. He'll be with you, okay? He said it's expedient. Because can I remind us, when Jesus was here on the earth, he wasn't every place at one time. 
okay? He actually confined himself to a human body, okay? But here's the joy about the Holy Ghost of God is while we're sitting here, and I don't know how many people are here today, but every child of God has the Holy Spirit of God living inside of them, okay? It's not something special just because I'm the pastor. Well, you get more of the Holy Ghost. No, I get the same amount of the Holy Ghost. I'm filled with the Holy Ghost as much as you're indwelt by the Holy Ghost of God, okay? But when we get down to the purity of the Holy Spirit and understand and listen, I want you to think about it practically this way. How many of you maybe would have acted or lived a little bit different this week at certain times if you had the Lord Jesus Christ walking beside you? So that conversation... If I'm talking with Caleb down front here, the conversation that I have with Caleb, would that conversation be different if Jesus was right here and he was listening to every word? You see, since we have the Holy Spirit of God, you say, well, I'd be, I'd be man, I wouldn't have had that conversation with my wife if, if Jesus would have been sitting there listening. Can you imagine if Jesus showed up and said, I know you're getting ready to have a conversation with your wife or your husband about such and such a matter. Um, I'm just going to sit here while y'all talk. How many of us, we might just be rethinking the conversation we're getting ready to have, okay? So I can tell by the looks on faces that you're human just like I am, and we'd be rethinking some things. What about young people? You're getting ready to talk to your parents. And at that moment that you're getting ready to give, let mom and dad have it, Lord Jesus shows up and says, I know, I know you're getting ready to have that conversation with your parents, and so I'm just going to sit here and listen. I'm, I'm, I'm going to listen to what you're saying and, and make sure that everything's okay. We might change our tone a little bit. You see, with the Lord Jesus Christ, when he was here on this earth, he was one place at one time. Now, I want to remind us, the Bible talks to us about the Holy Spirit of God indwelling us. That means everywhere that I am, Holy Spirit of God's with me. That means everything that I'm saying, the Holy Spirit of God is hearing. Everything that I'm seeing, the Holy Spirit of God knows. Everything that I'm thinking, because he has an inside track, he knows. That ought to be sobering to our hearts and our minds. The purity that comes from the Holy Spirit. Understand what he said in 1 Corinthians chapter number 3 and verse number 17. He said, if any man defile the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are, ye are. Do you understand God is desiring for each and every one of us to live a holy and a righteous and a pure life? And may I remind us that that is not just for the adults that are seated here, but that is the responsibility of every generation that is represented here this morning that God desires. You say, how much does he desire it? He placed in you the Holy Spirit of God to convict us. How many ever had something come out of their mouth and it wasn't the right words and all of a sudden we said, mm. And don't you wish that while it was right here, you could just grab it and put it back in? Because already the Holy Spirit of God said, mm-mm, 
Mm-mm. And boy, how many of you, don't raise your hand, I'll, I'll use myself as an example. Boy, there are times, listen, that I may not be 100% right with God, and boy, the Holy Spirit of God speaking to heart, most miserable. When we're not right with God, and we've disobeyed that gentle leading of the Holy Spirit of God in our lives, and we're like, man, I'm miserable. You can tell it in some people's lives. When they're just not right with God, there's nothing in life that's going to bring them happiness. Nothing in life that's going to bring them joy. Some of the most miserable people are teenagers that aren't following the Lord. They just know God's spoken to their heart, and they're going against it. They're going against their parents. They're going against pastor, going against the leadership of the Holy Spirit of God and the Word of God. Just miserable. You know what I'd say? Listen, why don't you just surrender to the leadership of the Holy Spirit in your life? Why don't you just obey the Lord? The purity. He also said it over in Ephesians chapter number four. He said this, verse number 30. He said, grieve not the Holy Spirit. You say, what do you mean by that? The presence of the Holy Spirit in our lives. Listen, that word grieve, you go back and look at it. It means to offend, to displease, or to provoke the Holy Spirit in our lives. Listen, the Holy Spirit's not just a force that is around us, okay? The Holy Spirit is a real person that is dwelling in us to convict us of sin. Something goes wrong in our lives. Hey, that's not right. That's against the Bible. But also to comfort us and be able to say, hey, it's gonna be all right. You got the presence of God with you. Listen, there's times a pastor can't be there at 2.30 in the morning. Boy, I'm so thankful I can open up my Bible, and I'm so thankful I can spend some time in prayer, and you just know the presence of the Holy Spirit of God is right there with us. Now, here's what my prayer is. My prayer is this, that we don't have to get to the point of conviction to be able to yield to the Holy Spirit of God. You say you don't want us to be convicted? No, I'd love for us to submit before it gets to that point. How many we just had it in our lives? I'll just use this because I know this is not a problem with anybody here. A text message, a Facebook post, a comment, and then afterwards we're like, I shouldn't have said that. Afterwards we start saying, yeah, I probably need to go back and edit that. How many here have ever had to just delete something from your comment that you made on Facebook or social media? I'm like, yeah, four people are telling the truth tonight. (laughs) That we come back and look at it and the Holy Spirit of God saying, yeah. Now listen, here I found out most of the time when the conviction comes afterwards, most of the time there was a leading beforehand and I just chose to ignore it. Most of the time it's the Holy Spirit saying, don't say that. I try to get to the point. Now, listen, I believe in this. I believe so much in the leadership of the Holy Spirit of God in our lives that I believe before a word comes out of my mouth, the Holy Spirit of God can say, Peter, don't say that. Don't say that. You say, is he the filter that's supposed to be there? You got it. You got it. Hey, is he the filter for the thought that's in our, a thought comes in our mind and we start entertaining that thought and the Holy Spirit of God says, no place for it. No place for it. You know what we're supposed to do at that moment? Why don't we submit to the Holy Spirit of God and say, okay, he's just trying to keep my life pure. But listen, it's not just to keep us from all the evil. 
But do you understand that the Holy Spirit of God is there to actually provoke us to good works? To do what is right? You say, what's that still small voice that something inside of me is saying, I think you ought to be doing this. And it's a, it's a good work for the Lord. This is, this is the ministry. This is, this is what I should do. I, I feel like the, the Lord is, is talking to me about doing this. Someone said it recently. Now, I'm not looking to call out names this morning, but I got a phone call. And it was like this. It was in relation to some food that was being prepared. And they called me and, and they said this. There's a perfect way of saying it. I just believe the Lord's calling me to do that. And I said this. I said, That's the Holy Spirit of God speaking in your heart. That he's trying to lead you. Listen, he's not going to lead us to sin. He's not going to lead us to do things that are wrong. But listen, he will provoke us to good works. That we're saying, hey, you get a thought of your mind. How many have had it this way? I'll, I'll get real basic right now. I text someone the other day. I haven't seen this person in minimum three years. And this person came to my mind. They probably in human realms could care less about seeing my name or talking to me, okay? Just being honest with you, and that's what was on my heart. I said, I don't even know. I said, Lord, I don't even know if that's going to be appreciated. But God brought someone to my heart, and, I, and so I dropped him a text. I said, I'm not sure why. I said, but boy, God brought you to my heart this morning. And I said, I just had a burden to pray for you and your family. I said, and I just wanted to let you know that. I didn't get much of a specific text back or, or anything like this. It wasn't, hey, I'm so thankful. Hey, let's get together. Let's have a cup of coffee. Very generic coming back. But I said, you know, here's what came into my mind. It, was, it, it wasn't the devil saying, don't do it. It was my flesh saying, yeah, you don't want to embarrass yourself like that. Oh, you know, it's not even going to matter. They're not even going to care that you did that. Listen, it wasn't a matter for them. It was a matter for me obeying the Holy Spirit of God in my life to follow his leadership. You see, the Holy Spirit of God will speak to our hearts and lives. You may be standing very simply, maybe standing at a gas pump, and you get a gospel track, and God says, why don't you talk to that person across the pump from you and invite them to go to church with you on Sunday? Oh, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. That's just, oh, hold on now. Just a matter of obeying the Spirit of God in our lives, following the Lord. You say, well, I'm glad I know who it is that's talking to me because there's things going on in my heart that, that I'm just not understanding. That's the Holy Spirit speaking to our hearts. The Holy Spirit is a real person according to the Scriptures, okay? Now, I know there's all kinds of false doctrine that's out there about the Holy Spirit, I'm not here to deal with the false doctrine of the Holy Spirit. I'm here to preach the truth from the Word of God. And then listen, Holy Spirit of God will tell you what's true and what's not true. You'll start hearing something. Boy, you're like, oh, he's such a, uh, an articulate speaker. And oh, she's such a wonderful teacher. And something's not going to set right in your heart. Something's not going to be there. And you're going to be saying, I don't know. What's, what's wrong with that? It's the Holy Spirit of God saying, hey, better watch out for that. Listen, the purpose is to guide us, to speak to us, and lead us to Christ, to comfort us. The presence in his life, listen, he is with you 24 hours a day. He is in our hearts. Our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit of God. The purity from the Holy Spirit, listen, the Holy Spirit is that voice that you hear about what is right and wrong. He desires for us to live in the purity according to the word of God. We need to listen and obey and conform to what he tells us from the scriptures. 
Every one of us do. Can I remind us of this? The Holy Spirit's of God's voice in your heart and life confirming the Scriptures is a whole lot more important than my voice in your head. It's not a matter. Now listen, I'm praying we're always synced up. I want what I say to be from the Word of God, led by the Holy Spirit of God every time I open my mouth. But I also know that's not true all the time. And then the Holy Spirit of God has to convict my heart, and I go back and I get it right. Say, I'm sorry, Lord, and confess it, get it right. Sometimes go to my wife, sometimes go to my children, sometimes go to people and say, Holy Spirit of God convicted my heart about that. And I just need to get that right. What's this voice I hear? It's the Holy Spirit of God dwelling inside of you that will always line up with the Word of God. Can I encourage us? Listen to Him. He's not going to lead us into falsehood. He's not going to lead us into sin. He'll lead us in what lines up with the Word of God. Follow the leadership of the Holy Spirit in your life. Not the falsehoods. Holy Spirit's not always going to be based on your emotions. It's not a matter of feeling good, but I'm glad it feels good to be saved. I have found when we're obeying the Spirit of God, listen, a lot of times it's going to embarrass our flesh. You say, what do you mean? That's just not me to talk to someone standing on the other side of the gas pump and inviting them to go to church with us. No, it may be the Holy Spirit of God speaking to our hearts to go ahead and do that. You say, oh, I'm, I'm too embarrassed to do that. Well, it might be the leadership of the Spirit. What's this voice I hear? That's the Holy Spirit. Stay in the Word of God. Listen to Him. But listen, you may be here this morning, and you say, I've never heard that. Well, you know something? The Holy Spirit of God's put inside of us, the Bible says, when we become a child of God. I think there's a lot of people trying to listen to the Holy Spirit of God, and they don't even have Him dwelling inside of them because they've never trusted Christ as their Savior. They've never given their heart and life over to the Lord and said, Lord, I'm, my, my life is yours. I'm trusting you. Maybe today would be the day you get that settled in your heart and life. Maybe you say, Lord, I'm, I'm going to be your child. I'm trusting you. You paid for my sin. You, you died. You were buried. You rose again. I believe that. Giving my life over to you, those who become the children of God, listen, Spirit of God dwelling inside of you. And boy, it's, it's so wonderful. I love talking to newly saved people when they start realizing it's the Holy Spirit that's speaking to their hearts. What a joy that is when they realize it. It's almost like with Samuel, the prophet, back in the Scriptures, when he thought it was another voice and thought it was, the, was Eli, he said, oh no, he said, that's the Lord speaking to you. And I love it to be able to talk to new Christians when they start realizing, hey, you know, God's actually speaking to me, not just speaking to pastor. God's speaking to me as an individual. So if you're here today and you never trusted Christ as your Savior, listen, today's the day. Get it settled between you and the Lord. But I wonder if there's some areas in your life you're just not obeying the Holy Spirit of the Lord. And maybe you need to get that right with the Lord and say, Lord, I'm, I need to follow your leadership, follow your leading.